Chapter 10 Bubba Speaks to Me, Part 1 And soon after that, I discovered that Ram Dass was coming to my city to give a public talk. I got tickets for myself and my two closest friends, and when Ramdas appeared, we were in the front row. He was as wonderful in person as he had been on the printed page. He was fascinating, funny, and for me, life-changing. During his talk, I got up and, as unobtrusively as I could, placed a small stack of my poetry on the side of the stage as a gift of appreciation to Ramdas. Ramdas had come to our city in the summertime, and that year I was working for a local landscaping company mowing people's lawns, as many eighteen-year-olds do when they have not yet been inspired by a vision of what they should ultimately do with their lives. It was about a week after having gone to see Ramdas speak, and I was up once again at the crack of dawn in my car, setting out to drive to work at the landscaping company. I was still sleepy as I sat at an intersection waiting for a red light to change. The car radio was on, but I was not listening to it very carefully. My mind was in that totally blank, receptive state one is early in the morning, when one is not yet fully awake and with it. Suddenly, I felt a warm, flat plane of energy slide into my body right in the middle of my chest, at about the level of my heart. Instantly, I was completely awake, as if I had suddenly ingested ten cups of coffee. And then right in the center of my consciousness, I clearly heard Ramdas calmly say to me, See, I really enjoyed your poems. I gasped in shock. The words were as clear and distinct as if I had been wearing stereo headphones. Never before had I ever felt such an immediate and complete splitting of my emotions. Fifty percent of me was instantly terrified that I had now gone totally insane. I was, after all, suddenly hearing voices. One of the classic symptoms. The other fifty percent of me was almost moved to tears of joy and gratitude that I was receiving the honor of having Ramdas speak directly to me inside of my own mind. I looked quickly to my left and then to my right as my car was sitting at this red light in the center lane of a three-lane highway, but both of the other drivers were simply staring straight ahead at the light in front of them, completely unaware that I was in the midst of the most severe reality crisis of my whole life inside the car between them. I took a deep breath, and with my heart pounding, I tested the strange reality I now found myself in by saying a feeble, Okay. Immediately, the same clear, familiar voice of Ram Dass said to me, in the center of my mind, Yeah, listen, I think we should get together and talk about your poems. Okay. Great. This is Friday. How about if I call you on Sunday at 10 a.m.?
Okay. With each successive okay, I am sure my eyes must have widened even more until at this point they were probably as big as saucers and my heart racing at a mile a minute. Great. I'll, uh, I'll speak to you on Sunday then. Okay. And then instantly the plane of warm energy inside me slid out of my body. The light changed and I was left to deal with having to drive a car coherently to work and cut suburban lawns after having the most reality-changing experience of my life. It never even dawned on me at this point that the voice, which sounded for all the world like Ram Dass, had never even asked me what my phone number was.